Hello, and welcome back to Imperial Beverage Presents Another Round. Today, we're joined by Katie from Iron Fish Distillery, as well as our only... You don't need to say that. Uh, (laughs) I feel like some people looked at that and were like... "Ah." (laughs) Limited edition... Yeah. uh, (laughs) Spirits brand manager. I'm going to leave the whole thing in there. Spirits brand manager. There we go. All right. Uh, And we're actually here to talk a little bit about Ironfish Distillery and some of the unique things that they do. If you'd like to hear their origin story, you can listen to that on one of the previous episodes that we did. Thank you so much for joining us today, Katie and and Courtney. We appreciate you guys being here. Of course. Happy Happy to be here. here. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a couple things that we wanted to cover here. First off, we wanted to talk a little bit more about your Mad Angler. We talked a little bit about Mm -hmm. that the last time you were here, and we had interest in diving into it a little bit. Sure. That subsect of Ironfish, if I remember correctly, that Mad Angler is made with Michigan grain that you guys grew. Correct. And uh, there's a little bit more to it. Do you mind sharing and elaborating on that? Yes. So for those folks that didn't hear the first, our previous conversation, uh, just a little history on Mad Angler. So uh, we opened seven years ago. And for our Mad Angler line, it's actually our own juice. So it's juice from the farm. So grain from the farm, you know, estate grown, which is very exciting. And the lineup is, you know, about a five-year age stamp on all three of our Mad Angler products. Our Mad Angler rye is 95% rye, 5% malted barley at 92 proof. Our bourbon is, you know, the four grains. So it's predominantly corn, it's wheat, it's rye, and it's malted barley. And then our bottle and bond is at 100 proof. Um, Same, you know, where it's the corn, wheat, rye, and malted barley, but the percentages are different. And the two, so the rye and the bottle and bond will be now re-released at about that five-year age stamp coming up um, at the tasting room Labor Day weekend, which also happens to be our anniversary weekend. And then for in the market, mid-September, it will be on shelves and behind bars. Um, Again, the five-year rye and then the five-year bottle and bond. Our bourbon will be at the distillery for purchase. We won't be releasing that out in the market until January. So something for folks to be aware of. They will be seeing our rye and our bottle and bond uh, effective uh, mid-September of 2023. However, our bourbon won't be released until in the market until January of 2024. Uh, what's exciting about the Mad Angler line, if you think about Ironfish, Ironfish, how that name came about, I don't think I mentioned this in the previous conversation, was there was steelhead fish on the farm. So you think steelhead, you then think iron fish. So that's how that name came came about. We have a huge northern Michigan fan base being in Thompsonville, about 40 minutes south from Traverse City, right across from Crystal Mountain, if people aren't familiar with where Thompsonville is located. Outside of (laughs) Crystal Mountain, there isn't too much going on. There's some things, but not as much. But what's great for folks coming from you know, the west side is it gets them on their way to Traverse City. And it's an end destination for a reason. So, you know, we will, and this question has been asked of us a lot, going a little off topic, but we will more than likely only just have our one end destination. We are not considering other tasting rooms at this point. We would rather build into different um, states and grow our distribution than open um, more tasting rooms. So just something 
How many states are you currently distributed in? So right now, of course, we're in Michigan. We are in Wisconsin. We are in Colorado. And then we are in southern Illinois. We are working on some states. Um, Not sure how much I can mention about that right now. But just know there is a growth plan for 2024 uh, looking into a few other states. Uh, Good for you. Yeah. That is fantastic. It's been great. And um, yeah, so we're very excited about that. We're a little more particular about what we're selling in the other states. What's great about Michigan is we have the 28 SKUs, or sorry, 28 spirits that we can, you know, talk about in getting into other markets with less familiarity. We wanted to primarily focus on our most popular spirits. And for those of you that aren't familiar, uh, just from a lineup standpoint, our maple bourbon is our number one followed by our salt and maple old fashioned, which is our ready to pour option. And then our forecast, which is forecast in one. And then our Woodland, Michigan Woodland Gin. So those four, and then our barrel strength maple bourbon kind of is tied with the Woodland Gin. Um, it's ever changing, but those are the main ones we're focused on out of state. Uh, in state, again, we have those 28 spirits and in bringing up forecast, it does remind me of something that we're doing, uh, which is very exciting. So. We have had requests of for key accounts, a weather chain or even hospitality groups or restaurants that wanted their own blend. So there's this big movement around having their own blend being kind of a employee outing of sorts where they can. It's a true bonding experience. So places like Maker's Mark, New Riff uh, are doing this. So as far as we're aware, we're the only Michigan distillery that's offering this. So what we do is we offer accounts to come out and do their own forecast blend. So for people that aren't familiar with what forecast is, it's that uh, four and a half year bourbon whiskey that I've mentioned, uh, which again is corn rye and malted barley at about a four and a half year, five year age stamp. And then we're blending four different casks. So it's sherry. So it's bourbon whiskey finish in a sherry cask, bourbon whiskey finish in a Caribbean rum cask, bourbon whiskey finish in maple syrup barrels, and then um, bourbon whiskey finished in cognac. And so they, we have our own custom blend of that, but accounts are able to come. We just had a group come yesterday where they did predominantly maple and then followed by cognac, which is unique because for us, it's maple, rum, then cognac, then sherry, but they decided to do heavier on the cognac side. So it's all up to the accounts. So having that experience, it could be anything from a bourbon club that picks an account uh, where they'll sell the barrel. You know, it could be the, uh, even a bourbon club. It doesn't even have to be specific to, you know, an entity. But as long as we sell it with an account through them, then that's great. It can be a hospitality group. It could be a restaurant. You know, it really could be the list goes on and on. And so for those Imperial folks that maybe aren't familiar, offering this up to accounts uh, is pretty great perk. It's a really nice incentive. So do they have to be there in person to do the blend? It's a great question. We prefer it because of the experience. But did we just offer someone our custom blend as their option? Absolutely, because they didn't have the time to come out to the distillery. So, yes, it is an option. And they kind of defer to us. So we like to think we know how good the (laughs) blend can be. And I should clarify, we offer it at barrel strength or at our traditional 90 proof. Um, So there are the two offerings. Obviously, the price point is a test, you know, is relevant based off of being barrel strength or or 90 proof. Sure. And that does remind me, too. For folks that maybe aren't familiar, we have our own flagship line, which are a lot of our bourbon whiskeys. Our flagships stay between 86 and 90 proof traditionally. Our barrel strength spirits are their own entity. Um, in, you know, if you think of an average inventory, 
our barrel strength maple is always available. We are having conversations around our forecast always being available, which is a conversation for a future date. But other than that, it's a little bit more niche for our barrel strength to be available for Imperial reps that are wondering. So in doing so, the reason that we've taken a step back from that is we can allow barrel picks for accounts. So we have all these different finishes. So think, you know, we have a stout finish that's super hot right now. So it's our bourbon whiskey, again, at that four and a half, four and a half, five year age stamp, finish in Imperial Stout Barrels, actually from Filling Station in Traverse City Brewery. Um, So two local up north options. So we have that. We have, you know, the sherry. So all of the different finishes I mentioned, the forecast, they're also their own entity. And then um, we also do, you know, our mezcal finish is super popular right now. You think about the market, tequila and mezcal, I don't have to explain to most people, the hottest spirits right now. Mm-hmm. And so how can we get into it? We can't legally distill tequila or mezcal in the States. So our way around it, we have our four and a half to five year brim whiskey and we finish them in mezcal barrels, allowing for that smokiness. Really great in a smoky old fashioned, for example. But we have that at barrel strength as well. And that's been super popular. But For barrel picks, we go the barrel strength route traditionally with those significant bourbon finishes or bourbon whiskey finishes, predominantly the maple, transparently, at a bunch of different proofs. That's our most successful. And then we have our normal flagships that should be always available, which, again, are the maple bourbon, the four cask, um, and then the Caribbean rum, and then some of those other forecast blended um, finishes I mentioned. But you guys have, you know, Ironfish. As like an overarching brand, you have Mad Angler as uh, you know, kind of a subsect. Then you have Copper Queen that is also kind of a subsect. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, the difference with that, which I can describe, is that there's just no barrel finishes. So when we opened and we didn't have our own juice yet, we wanted to do something unique with the MGPI source product. So we did them all in our bourbon whiskeys in different finishes and that's what makes it unique so again we're not infusing anything it's just barrel finishes but with our copper queen that's directly from them and we're not doing any finishes so how we went about making it creative is we have a partnership with calumet theater and some of the proceeds goes directly to that old historical theater but other than that it's just a bourbon whiskey corn rye malted barley so it's not like a unique barrel finish it's just like a back to basics which is what i call it bourbon whiskey So uh, you guys recently had some new packaging changes with that. Is that correct? Yes. So our Copper Queen uh, bourbon whiskey, and for those who aren't familiar, uh, our Copper Queen bourbon whiskey is part of our flagship lineup. Um, So we traditionally should always have it available in inventory. So it's, again, our four and a half year to five year bourbon whiskey um, that we sourced, which is corn, rye, and malted barley on the mash. And then rather than doing a traditional... um, barrel finish that we do with the rest of our source product, we wanted to do uh, a different collaboration. So there's a theater called Calumet Theater, and it's an old historical theater. And so a lot of the proceeds from the Copper Queen purchases goes directly to that theater. And what's great about the Copper Queen is we have a lot of folks that are always asking, do you have just a standard you know, bourbon whiskey outside of your Matt Angler lineup? And we can always say, yes, we have our Copper Queen. So it's, again, over 50% corn, and then it's Ryan Malted Barley, which makes it a bourbon whiskey. And again, it's over four years. And it's a really nice product. It speaks for itself. We now are doing them. We did just made a change. They used to be sold in 12 packs, which is traditionally how we sell you know, our spirits and cases. Uh, this is actually our Copper Queen's now being sold in six packs. 
So uh, the SKU number changed on it. For those of you that maybe weren't familiar with that change, um, it is very much available. So uh, it should always be an inventory because it is pretty popular. But what's funny about the label, I should mention, another cool thing is Dom, who is our uh, food and beverage general manager, is actually in the picture of the label for Copper Queen. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So that's really cool. Uh, Our labeling, as we've talked about, is super unique. So we talked about the Godfather, Toasted Godfather, which is great. You know, Dom is featured in the Copper Queen label. The bottle is actually different, too, than our traditional flagship uh, bourbon whiskeys. Really cool looking if anyone's ever seen it. But it has a lot. It has the whole story about the Calumet Theater on the back of the label. And then the front of the label, it says Copper Queen. And then Dom, as mentioned, who works at Ironfish, is one of the managers, is in that label, too. So really cool um, label for that. And then our Mad Angler lineup has engraved fishes in them. So we do a lot around labeling and our that all kudos goes to our marketing team for that. Super creative. You guys have got a fantastic marketing team. We really do. And uh, we're our, really lucky. Our marketing team definitely enjoys your marketing teams. The stuff, <laughs> the stuff that you guys put out and uh, yeah, the content guidance and stuff. Really fantastic stuff. Um, and if I remember correctly, so when we went to go visit you guys, we saw advertisements for a signing that was going to be happening for the Mad Angler. This would have been about a year ago. And I didn't know this at the time, but the Mad Angler series was based off of a local poet. Is that right. correct? Yes, it's correct. And um, our a lot of our labels, what goes on the back label is actually through a an old, a previous teacher of um, Troy and Connor. So oh, really? a lot of, if you look at our slightly lost barrel aged gin, we came out with a gin that was just featured at the distillery called Whirly Gig, which is actually infused maple, which we don't really traditionally infuse our products, but there's been some exceptions. That back label was done by him and then the Mad Angler. So he's has a history of doing more unique uh, back labels, as well as I should mention the Toasted Godfather also came from, um, and I'm dropping on his name, but it's Troy and Connor's previous professor um, who in Marquette. Michigan. That's so cool. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. Northern Michigan has its own culture and I appreciate the heck out of it. Like it's they 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 have Oh, um, for sure. And there's you think Northern Michigan, you think fishing, you think hiking, kayaking, outdoorsy sort of things and we really from a marketing standpoint overemphasize, you know, the relativity that comes with our brand for being a Northern Michigan ba- brand, so doing things you know, a lot of what we do is is sort of relative to where we're at, which sure. people like and can tell. And that's why our fan base is obviously predominantly northern Michigan and we've since been growing it. But and that will never change. And we like we like that. So speaking of labels and marketing teams, point of sale. What kind of point of sale do you guys like to see for your products? Are you thinking do you like to see the coral boards? Do you like to see the window clings? Yeah. So, yes, it's funny you bring this up because we are there's a demand for um, a little bit more of a specialty uh, display options uh, that we are seeing and we are adapting as quickly as we can. So we're we actually one of the things we're releasing, which isn't necessarily in this picture, but it's I think it really stands out. We have a four case display. Uh, salt and maple old fashioned so it's kind of like a wraparound but this is actually cardboard and we're trying to steer away from that this being the exception um 
But there's going to be in the winter a huge emphasis, especially in 2024, for uh, more specialty displays. And then some that are currently in the works that potentially will be released uh, before 2024. So keep an eye out at any of your local chains or independents for some of our new displays that the marketing team is working overtime to create. Because, of course, we want to stand out. And luckily, our bottles stand out for themselves. But even taking it one step further, when it comes to a POS standpoint, we're going to do our best to adapt and you know give our customers what they want. I love it. I love it. Uh, so we've kind of talked about... Um, We've kind of talked about some of the new stuff you guys are doing. Um, you know, what are some things that you believe it's important for salespeople to know? Things that you think are important for uh, just general knowledge to know about Ironfish and what's going on with what you guys have going on these days? And, uh, you know, what, what do you want the people to know? So, right now, we're in a major expansion, and I have. I should have mentioned this earlier. It's very exciting. Uh, it's over a million dollar expansion, allowing for more production. Mm-hmm. So in doing this expansion, some of our products took a little bit of a hit uh, with us moving our equipment around, you know, moving the distills around. So we are anticipating, you know, that expansion project to be completed relatively soon. But from a production standpoint, everything that we need is now pretty much where it needs to be for us to, you know, really expand our production. So the products that took a hit that weren't in inventory and traditionally are, that will, they, you know, folks will no longer be seeing that as an issue. So what's exciting is I can tell you comfortably that our flagship products will be very much available in an inventory. You know, again, that 86 to 90 proof traditionally bourbon whiskey, uh, different finishes, as well as our woodland gin um, and our rye vodka. And then our Mad Angler line, we're producing more than we did last year. And so we're excited for that to be an inventory more than it has been. It was more of a niche product to see how it did last year. And now we're producing more just based off of the reactions. And then our estate series right now, we have our barrel aged gin and then we have our Navy strength rum. Um, there is going to be a conversation around a new rum that's coming out in 2024. I can't share too much about that right now, but it's exciting. And um, that would, if you think of our lineup, it's the Estate Series, the Mad Angler lineup, the flagships, and then our RTDs, which again, super excited about Toasted Godfather being released here mid-September 2023, and then having our Salt and Maple Old Fashioned both in the 375, 750, and then the Black Manhattan by itself at 375. That so, is so exciting. Yes. Everything I just mentioned should be an inventory. Uh, now that we have gone through, you know, the production, moving everything where they need to for the expansion and um, being excited about, you know, constantly being able to hit our production timelines and schedules. That's great. Cool. So you guys talked a little bit about tastings earlier on. Uh if somebody had interest in requesting a tasting or wanted to know where they could find one, um, you know, I know some accounts are good about posting them on social, mm-hmm. but it, let's say they don't. Uh, <laughs> um, you said there's an event calendar. Well, so we have our tastings or we try to update our Facebook and our website as much as we can with upcoming events. And then it should be on our Instagram as well. And all of those handles are Iron Fish Distillery. Super simple. And then you can find us on our website, of course. But our marketing team does a good job updating um, folks, you know, depending, regardless of the market, on what goings on we have. And, you know, with our representation in, you know, 
all of Michigan, really, with the way our sales team is structured. We're able to attend most, you know, whiskey festivals, you know, most barbecue whiskey based festivals, you know, small or large, uh, any of the major city festivals. So think Grand Rapids, think um you know, Detroit specifically, we have good, you know, coverage across multiple cities in Michigan. So we're able to do tastings anywhere from a chain to an independent to, you know, a focus at a festival. So all of that can be found on any of our social platforms as well as our website. And um, as far as our tasting room too, to be aware uh, with us still being in the somewhat of the summer season, we're open most days. We have live music Thursday through Sunday. We have um, a full food menu, a wood fire pizza oven and a smoker. And it's a 120 acre farm, as mentioned. So a lot to do yard games, dog friendly. You know, you really could bring the whole family up there and make a day out of it. So we always like to sell our end destination just as much as we sell, you know, our product out in the market, because there really is something pretty beautiful about going out um, to the distillery and, you know, really making a day out of it. Can confirm it is gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. (laughs) All right. Well, we are beyond grateful that you were able to come out and join us and talk a little bit about, um, you know, what you guys do and how Ironfish does whiskey and other things. Awesome. uh, Thank you very much. We appreciate you. And uh, thank you, Courtney. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Happy to be here. Thank you so much, Jacob. As always. And uh, all right. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Imperial Beverage Presents Another Round. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.